0: This is the True To You podcast, your very own work bestie. Each week we come together for honest conversations about reinventing yourself and your career, all while navigating a path towards meaningful work. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. Hey, hey. And welcome to episode 29. And this also marks the first episode for 2020. OMG, we are actually here. So, for today's episode, I thought about sharing something that's been on my mind for quite a while. And Well, I haven't really found the right medium, the right time to express this thing that's been on my mind, but ironically, I've had a number of conversations with people recently about this thing that we might go through in our careers. For me, this was a deeply personal experience, which probably explains why I haven't shared a lot about it because sometimes when we're deep in, a, in an experience, we don't quite have the words. We want the experience to be complete so that we can reflect on it and, and share from, from that more uh, whole space. Chances are, as I share this story, you might have felt this too at one point in your career, or maybe you are that woman that's going through it right now. I'm speaking today to the woman who has spent the good part of her 20s building her career. She's been on the build, on the up, and she's in her early to mid-30s now, perhaps even late 30s, but she's come to this fork in a road. Uh, You're ready for a transition. You're ready to transition out of this career. It's time. For reals. You're going to go full-time into something completely new. Let me get one thing straight though. For almost every woman who I've guided through this transition process, it, I, what I realized is that they don't just make this leap from one thing one day to another the next. Instead, you start this process while you're still in your full-time job You've got a few notes in your journal, a few dreams, a few desires, passions uh, coming alive. You're exploring your creativity more. You're beginning to build a side hustle maybe. You start to enroll in other courses, things that are completely different to what you're doing right now. But they're things that allow you to, to make this transition and to, and to do it over time. And then that day comes and just like that, you're free of your old career. My personal story of transition began around about six years ago. And those first few months on the floor of that amazing Lululemon store are really still quite familiar in my brain. There was newness, there was anticipation, There was new friends and a tribe that I had longed and desired for for months, if not years even. But it was also quite possibly, amongst all of this newness and goodness, one of the strangest times of my life. Strange, because I was living in this completely new world, and then at the same time, I was still attached to my old one. In my new world, days were spent hanging out with wealthy Mossman folk, talking about their new workout routines, how much they'd indulged on the weekends, maybe a little bit too much champagne here and there, and providing sh- uh, suggestions of which yoga pants would be most appropriate for this newfound workout routine that they were so passionate about. And when something vaguely associated with my old life came up in conversation, I would drop in the words, I'm actually an architect as well. I found myself slipping those words into conversations wherever I could. At the same time, I was distinctly separate from my old career. And with this separation, I experienced this amazing freedom. It was such a paradox. I had the space to breathe. I could finally come home to myself and my spirit felt alive again. But on the other side of joy, there was this sense of emptiness. I had lost a part of my well-crafted identity. As you all know from episode four, yes, we're going back into the archives a little bit. That episode was called The Story I Was Telling Myself. I took you on a deep dive, a journey into my story of belonging and finding my place in the world. In that episode, I shared with you how from about my late teens, my identity and my sense of self was deeply associated with mostly external things. The career I chose, the company I worked for, the suburb I lived in and so on. We probably all do this to some degree or another. That's conditioning. That's just collective societal beliefs about how we should be and what we should have and what we should do and all of these things. We're jostling for status amongst the Joneses, our peers and family. And those labels and those tangible things that you have, those assets, they mean something about you. The longer that we have them, though, the more ingrained they become in us. And when it comes to let go of part of that identity, we will feel a sense of loss, as if a person has moved on, and we become a shadow of our former self. I can't really speak for men in this conversation, but I know that as a woman, Embracing these titles that we gain, wife, partner, mother, and those job titles that you've had, I'm pretty sure come as a survival mechanism, a built-in survival mechanism from days of old. They give us a sense of security. They give us safety and something that we, we really did need in order to survive many years ago. But as I found out, they are merely one part of who we are. When I let go for once and for all, the next question I started asking myself was, well, who the hell am I then? Yes, it was so much safer really just to keep that title. I mean, what the hell was I doing? Then to have that relative turn to me at the Christmas function or the next family barbecue and say, So what is it that you do now, Ruby? Who do you work for again? But what if in that moment, you actually didn't have the answer? What if you were in that space of transition and you didn't know the answer yet? Are we supposed to have it all figured out all the time? No, of course not. This is the mystery of living, of truly living. And so... As I began this journey over the last six years of peeling away the titles and the things that I that meant I was a certain kind of someone, (laughs) I realized a couple of very important things, and these two things might help you along your journey if you're in this place of transition right now. Number one, for all the yogis listening, you might like to think about the practice of non-attachment that comes to mind when I think of letting go of these titles but I want to simplify this practice even further rather than having you rush out to find out what non-attachment means in your yogi texts. There's a beautiful reflection journal that I have here at home and it's called Practice You by Elena Brower. It's absolutely beautiful. There's breathtaking watercolour pictures that she created as a, a journey after grieving the loss of her mother. And it contains this beautiful exercise within the first few pages that might help you think beyond these external things that make up your sense of self. Instead, this reflection piece allows you to look within The journal is divided into nine sections and these nine sections represent nine aspects of your being. They're kind of like the chakras I guess so if you're into that sort of thing you might find some familiarity in the different stages that we go through because it definitely helps you to align also with different stages in your life but These different stages represent the nine parts of ourselves. The first section, however, is one called I am. And within this section, there's this exquisite prompt that stays with me to this day, even though it was a couple of years ago when I filled out this prompt. And the prompt goes a little something like this. I am all of these things and I am none of them. I'll repeat that for you. I am all of these things and I am none of them. In the book, you'll find four boxes below. And in these boxes, you're asked to write the various labels or titles that you have, but then also express what's beneath those labels. For wife, who are you? Who are you really as the wife? Uh, and and it, it allows you to dive into not so much what that title is, but how you show up for that other person, your partner in your life, who you are as the sister. What is, what is the sister really? Or what is the coach? Or what is the architect? So I would invite you if you want to, after listening to this podcast, to maybe write that prompt down. I am all of these things and I am none of them. It allows you to say on one hand, yes, I'm the wife, I'm the mother, I'm the daughter, I'm the sister, friend, architect, uh, coach, trainer, artist. But then beneath those labels, really, who are you? What, in that role, who, who are you for those people in your life? It's a beautiful, beautiful exercise. And then the second thing I invite you to do is if you're going through this period of transition, and this I know will uh, be familiar for any of the women listening that have become mamas, they'll know that that is a huge, huge transition that you go through in your life. I I can't speak directly to that yet, but I, I have had many conversations around this and have coached many, many women that are mamas. So I, I am familiar with what you experience. And that is to look at this period through the lens of a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. And this is a concept that you might've heard before. If you've ever heard someone say to you, and this might come from an older relative in your life, but I've always been like that. I can't change. And they kind of stomp their heels and they say, that's it. You have to deal with me being this way. And the thing is, is that when you think about that and you think about also um, that might be a personality trait for them that they just say, I can't change. And that's a fixed thing, Right. But then there's also the labels that we fix to ourselves. There's the things that we associate with the objects. Um, and essentially we're, when we really identify those things, as part of who we are and there's, there's, no, um, there's no looking outside of that, essentially we're fixing our identity. And when you fix that identity, If you say that you're always the person that does that and there's no changing, then it makes reaching for goals and dreams and new ways of seeing the world really challenging. (laughs) And when we see ourselves instead of being fixed, but as these beautiful, malleable and uh, growing and evolving beings, it's, it's uncomfortable as that is. Uh, as cha- as uncomfortable as changes we experience life through this place of possibility if you're in the space between right now the space between your old world your old career and your new career I recommend that you keep a few words in your back pocket for 2020. And each time you feel yourself fixating on that old part of yourself, or feeling a loss of identity, or um, this changes getting too hard and intense, and I don't know who I am anymore. Remember these few words, because they might really help you move through this space with a little bit more ease. I want you to think of things like curiosity, freedom, and experimentation. These words might help you move through this time with a little more lightness and a little more fun and see this as simply your evolution as a woman, as an incredible woman who is alive on this planet and this planet full of possibility and and change right now. And finally, I'm going to simmer down for a second because I was I was up on my soapbox there for a moment. (laughs) Finally, I want you to remember that as women, we are masters of reinvention. We have a monthly cycle and sometimes we change our mind like the seasons, the poor men in our life. They just don't know what to expect one day to the next. One day it's a new haircut for sure. I can do that. Redecorate your home. Consider it done. It keeps us alive. This change and this flexibility keeps us thriving and creatively fulfilled. We need it. We really do. The catch is though, <laughs> there's always a catch. We must learn to embrace and nature these we must learn to embrace and nurture these qualities from within. And know that these external things in our world, the titles, other people's words, other people's judgments of us, that's not continually measuring our worth. Our likes on our Instagram, as soon as we decide to do something new and build something new, a new project, and if people are liking it and loving it and commenting, the feedback is amazing, but it does not mean anything about who we are. It just means that they they resonate with it. So, until next episode, there's plenty for you to uh, ponder in this uh, 17 or so minutes that I've shared with you today. Until next episode, I want you to have the most amazing week. And I really, truly hope that 2020 is bringing everything that you wish for so far. And that if you're in that time of transition, Embrace it, embrace it with wide open arms. Thank you. Hey there, girlfriend. Podcasts are incredible, aren't they? But of course, as you probably know, the real magic happens when you take those concepts you've learned and apply them directly to your life through daily action If you're yearning to find more meaning in your work, then I want to invite you to take that daily action by joining me in my one-on-one mentoring program, The Unstoppable Woman. To find out more, head to rubymarsh.com slash private mentoring. I cannot wait to take the journey with you.